Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andrew. Love the t-shirt. Love the long sleeve shirt. I yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. We should have had, you know, we had Tugga on last episode. We should have had Maddie on this episode. I, I feel like Maddie and I should have a Giants-Vikings bet. I know. I think he gave up on his love of Kirk Cousins, but he he, should, he, st- he should still be required to do it for no, once. He, love for once, it, loving him. It was the uh, I want to say 2015 season, 2016 playoffs. I think that was it. I want to say, I, who who did they play? I wonder who they played. That was I, when he was. That was when he was a Redskin. I believe we were watching that game together. Yeah. Here, here's a fun fact. I believe this it's was funny. A- it's funny. That's how long that's how long you can go back on the show where I've been her cousin's true thing. And Maddie was Maddie was not hearing it at the time. Maddie's like, well, you, you hate him. You just don't like him because he's on the Redskins. And then Maddie was like, You're right, I was wrong. I love Maddie. Yeah, so it was Here's a fun fact. Me and my memories on this stuff. You, I'm pretty sure the Ravel guys were in town in LA and we were at Finn McCool's on Main Street in Santa Monica. Yeah. Now, now Jameson's. Oh, yeah. It's Jameson's now. I forgot that they changed it. I believe we were watching that game. I could be wrong. But I believe, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I think it was that game though. I'm All pretty right. sure that was the game the Redskins won. No, they no. did not win. No, they did not win. <laughs> no. They did not win that game, and I believe that was one of your like, like this is why cousin sucks moments. I could be wrong. Anyway, you know, you've had a lot of those. Yeah. It is crazy to think you went you went back that far. I don't know. I bet my, he I my bet, eyes do not lie, Andy. My eyes do not lie. I bet he thinks the Giants are gonna win this week. Love that. I love that for Maddie. Matt Maddie will adapt. So the Washington Redskins at the time, because I have to look it up now. Yep, I knew it. It was Green Bay. I was I was going to say my mind was telling me Green Bay. They lost thirty five to eighteen in a four or five game. That was at home. Washington had won the NFC East that year. Green Bay was a wild card, who smoked them thirty five to eighteen. Yeah. Like I distinctly remember being in that bar and you just being like, "There it is, fucking Goldberg." Yeah, he, he's wrong. He's wrong. Like, I think you were texting him like, dude, you were wrong. 
Kirk Cousins. Like, do you feel if the Giants lose this game, there's vindication for Kirk Cousins stands? I mean, the the uh, Vikings are 13 and four. They're it's in Minnesota. The like Vikings fans are angry at me at the audacity of suggesting that the Giants might win this game, even though a lot of people are making that prediction. Um, to me, it's a very, very simple situation. It's like you're 13 and four. You're in a down division. You're like, I, I said, you know, listen, even did I tell Tug, did I tell Tug he'd get angry tweets? Did I, did I warn him? Did I warn him and and did he get it? And did you see at one point I replied because you were, you know, there was talk of, I'll bet you this, I'll bet you that 20 bucks on the Vikings. I love Vikings fans. So confident, straight up bet. I will repeat to Vikings fans everywhere. And I lost $100 to a Lions fan this year, but I also made $100 from Kyle Aronofsky on the, on the Giants win total over. Um, as far as dirtball bets go this year, I believe I'm even. My stance has always been the same, and I'm opening the, the, the bet gates. If any Vikings fan wants to bet me that Kirk Cousins will lead this team, this Vikings team, further than Case Keenum led his Vikings team, Slide in my DMs, get my mentions. All you gotta do is get to the Super Bowl. So you guys are believers. All I hear is you're a hater. You're 13 and four, guys. You got a home game. You're all believers. The DMs are open. Straight up 50, 100, 200. Kirk Cousins can lead the Vikings team further than Case Keenum could. My DMs are open. My mentions are open. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. Yeah. It, isn't it easy for you, though, to say, hey, they're 13 and four. They should beat the Giants. They're the division champs. They won 13 games. They're at home. Mm-hmm. So if they do, you're like, that's your, that's your, hey, they should have. That's why they did. But then if the Giants win, you're like, told you so. Oh, listen, there's, 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 multiple, you see what I'm saying? there's multiple things at work here. The Giants aren't aren't going to beat the Vikings on Sunday because of Kirk Cousins. He's sure. one re- he's one reason that they could. The Vikings will never win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins because of Kirk Cousins. There's two there's multiple things at play here. The Giants have a better coach. The Giants don't have Kirk Cousins. The Giants blitz regularly and Kirk Cousins is the worst starting quarterback against the blitz. Um, there's a lot of things at work here, but the bottom line is it's still the NFL. Like we know any given Sunday, I believe that the giants can win this game. I believe the giants will win this game. A lot of people believe the giants will win this game. There's a lot of talking heads out there talking about it. And I guess the question is if the giants are nine, seven, and one, and the Minnesota Vikings are 13 and four. How, why is anybody even talking about this as a, a potential upset? Well, we know the answer. They're, you know, they're, their defense stinks and their quarterback suspect. Basically, 
Yeah. But the bottom line is this has already been a winning Giants season for for Giants fans. We're in the playoffs. First year, new coach in the playoffs. By the way, hilarious response from a, yet another delusional Vikings fan. We have a first year coach too was a reply I got the other day. What? Dude, it's only because you fired Mike Zimmer who got you to the fucking NFC Championship game. You're not a rebuilding team. You're 13 and four. It, and and by the way, if you are, well, then congratulations. Good luck with your rebuild. Were you watching the game? I probably watched the Giants game at home. Uh, I have a Sunday night show at seven o'clock um, in Santa Monica. So I think Giants game at home, possibly over to Santa Monica to Randy Ruther's Bengals watch party after that. And on to my show. <laughs> Is he doing a watch party? Yeah, at the old brick and mortar. How turnt is he going to be? Yeah, I'll probably be drunk before. Like, he'll probably black out before it even starts. What percentage of Bengals games in the last two years do you think Randy remembers? Like, if I said there's a four-quarter game, is he remembering half? I think he's re-watching the games the next day and then yeah, you're right. acting as if he's remembering. You're right. <laughs> like, no, I know. I remember that. <laughs> well, I Randy, can't wait. There's a te- there's a text coming through any second now. How dare you? I'll be uh, I'll be at the game. Wild. So Gold Star said, "Hey man, boy, they've been great. After what happened with us, I mean, they 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 said go back to the club seats." for the Ravens game. And I was like, ah, I'll just watch from home, but or last week's, you know, regular season Ravens game. And then they were like, Hey man, you, you want to go back to the club seats? And I, at first I was like, ah, I don't know, you know? And then I was Are like, Are they aware of the Randy, of the Andy Ruther curse? That's the big question. Like, well, that's the thing. So this the is last a wild, this is a wild move. So the last Bengals home playoff game I went to, but let's go through. I mean, last Bengals home game, home playoff game you went to. Then you went to the Niners game last year, correct? Then you went to the Demar Char- Hamlin game. I went this to the year. Chargers game. The Chargers game. Did they win that? No. When's the last time you were at a winning Bengals game? And was the quarterback Boomer Esiason? Was Chris Collinsworth in roster? That's a that's a legit good question. Oh my God! This gold star even know what they've done. You're right. They're like, you just such a good job with the tweeting. Well, enjoy your one football game in the playoffs of tweeting. You sent the man to take down the king. I'll be there with Jay Lloyd. Jay Lloyd is my plus. The Ruther curse is so hot it'll melt Joe Burr. That has trap game written all over it. All over it. Eight-point favorites, Lamar, Jackson's not playing. That has trap game written all over it. I hope Bengals fans know that. Like, Did did we do, by the way, did we do a a statistical comparison between Matt Ryan and uh, Lamar Jackson this year? Did we do that just to see where everybody shook out? Or, uh, you know, how'd that end up? Ooh, I kind of like this idea. Did we do that? 
Serious question though. Do you would you rather have Tyler Huntley this weekend or Matt Ryan? This That's weekend? a tough one, man. Tough one. It's a tough one. We know we know the third choice on that list is Lamar Jackson, right? Because he's unable to play. All right, let's pull up the old pro football reference for a yeah, you can do player comparison. Well, can I can I just do this year? Yeah, you can. Well, what are, what are we doing here? Why why are we doing the, the whole stats? Am I too stupid to figure this out? I, I got gotcha. you. Matt Ryan. While you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss something. I don't know if he ever wears a Ravens uniform again. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. I, I I just I don't know, man. Like he's missed so much. And and, and here's here's what I here's what I find oh, interesting. Oh wow. 12, Matt Ryan, 12 games played. They both. both played 12 games this year. Yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson completed 62.3% of his passes. Matt Ryan completed 67% of his passes. Lamar right. Jackson threw for 2,242 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 3,057 yards. Matt Ryan's got way more interceptions. Um, Lamar Jackson, 17 TDs. Matt Ryan, 14 TDs. Matt Ryan, 13 interceptions. Lamar Jackson, seven interceptions. Matt Ryan sacked 38 times. Lamar Jackson sacked 26 times. QB rating, 83.9 for Matt Ryan, 91.1 for Lamar. Yards per attempt, 6.9 for Lamar Jackson, 6.6 for Matt Ryan. Essentially, once again, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Nearly identical football players. It, it is crazy. Like, you know, Lamar edges him for sure. Statistically right there. He, he's, he's got the, the nod, but. Yeah. Completing less percentage for less yards, so, but more so he, touchdowns and more intercept and, and less interceptions. So, so here's what, here's what, here's what I keep seeing about Lamar Jackson. And I think in a way he tweet, he's tweeting this, right? They say. Lamar Jackson if he's not a hundred percent, he can't go, which I find fascinating because I don't know if you saw what Aaron Rodgers said a couple months ago on McAfee. And he's like, look, man, I'm like 70%, but a 70% me, you, you, you know, it's basically saying an Aaron Rodgers at a 70%, he's still going to go out there or a lot right. of these guys. I think no one's discussing if Lamar has to always be a hundred percent. I would one say what QB is always a hundred percent. These guys get their ass kicked. This is a brutal, violent game. Brett Favre didn't know it went up to a hundred. Exactly. He didn't know, he didn't know the meter went to a hundred. That's got to be concerning, not just for the Ravens or any team that wants Lamar. Like, like if you're not a hundred percent, which is basically saying if you're removing the running ability, you are not. By the way, and of course, I'd rather take 80% of Lamar Jackson this weekend than Tyler Huntley. Of course I would. For sure. But, you know, again, like, it's hard goddamn work being right so much. But, I mean, we had a we had a dirt ball running th past the 
call limit on max volume screaming about Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryan. The bottom line is you got to be on the field. This you said trap game, right? For the Bengals. I think the Bengals win this game despite the Ruther curse. But God damn, if it wouldn't be a tough game if Lamar Jackson was out there. Then be a real trap game, especially since it might be in Baltimore. Yeah. I I just I don't know. Okay, I'm going to you. I want you to wear the GM hat right now. You're the GM. You're the guy who we've we've already done this. We've done this 100 times for Lamar. We did it before he got injured again, though. He's been injured. Yeah, He's been- but my, my answer is not changing from not wanting him before he got injured again to wanting your franchise him after tagging. He got not even, I'm probably not even franchise tagging him, to be totally honest with you. What are you doing then? You're just saying, I, we got to try something else. Listen, to me, it's like, yeah, maybe you're franchise, maybe I'm franchise tagging him, but also, what does that really do? For, like, I'm okay, I'm franchise tagging him for next year and also figuring out a replacement. But to be totally honest with you, is there value in Lamar Jackson right now? Do the Jets want Lamar Jackson? Do the Raiders want Lamar Jackson? Do, you know, is there value for him? Because it might be franchise tagging him and then trading him. Yeah. Here's what's concerning. Don't get me started. You know, last year it was the Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan. Don't get me started if you want to like compare Derek Carr's stats this year with Lamar Jackson. Since his MVP season, he's basically only getting. I don't even know if I want to use the like, do we use the word worse? But like statistically, and also team wins. it's it's like like I've always said and I don't want this to be like hey I'm just going to dunk on Lamar Jackson but since that 2019 MVP season you look at his numbers it's like they're they're pretty much down consistently then 2020 and then 2021 it's like I don't know man I just think the these quarterbacks Again, it's these running quarterbacks. I, I don't I don't know what Jalen Hurts is like right now as far as health-wise. I don't know what that is. To me, that's a question mark. Josh Allen is a question we'll mark. See, we'll see who the who the uh we'll see who the Eagles end up drawing after this week's games. But I am, I mean, I've got I've got a hot take sauteing. It's on low. It's percolating. I've got a hot take sauteing, depending on who they draw. I'm not sure the Eagles win a game in the playoffs. And it's part Jalen Hurts health, but also part the the Jalen Hurts health. Even if he's fine and recover, it's like, dude, you you had weeks off. But Joe, that's that's the same argument for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson hasn't practiced in 35 days. Right. The, the notion that if he says I'm playing and I'm healthy, 
the notion that he's just going to walk into the state. Did you even play football? For sure, for sure. But you'd rather have him than Tyler Huntley, and you'd rather have Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, you know, rusty Jalen Hurts over Gardner Minshew. No Minshew mania. You're out. You don't think you can win a playoff game? No. You, you and Tug, I'll tell you what. I said the Niners were going to wax them. And then I listened to you and Tug. And then I started thinking since that episode. And I've moved to your guys' side. I think the Niners are going to win. But there was, I'll repeat what I said. Again, I have, I have, I have weird, like, I'm dreaming of a Giants playoff draw, you know? And before I was like, let's say the Giants do get through Minnesota. What if Aaron Rodgers upsets the Niners and then Aaron Rodgers has to go against the Eagles and the Giants get to draw a winner of a Cowboys box game? Let's fucking go. Right. Even though the Cowboys like you don't love that because Cowboys have kicked our ass twice. But my point was potential of avoiding teams you don't want to play. And then when the Packers lost, I was like, well, there goes that dream. And then after thinking about it, I was like, I mean, it is a division game. It is Pete Carroll against the Niners. He has a pretty good, you know, track record. Um, I still think the Niners win that game. Agreed. Um, I, I, I think I've, I think I've got the Niners in the Super Bowl right now. And, but I think that of all the games that they can potentially play, this could be the trappiest trap of them all. Well, the big thing that I keep thinking what Tug said, they have one game against Brock Purdy. So they have that film. They have the capability to make those necessary adjustments. That's huge. I don't think people understand how huge that is. They've already played them. And, and that's how you... You don't have to tell Giants fan Joe Prano, who went into Minnesota on Christmas Eve and got out of there on the the miracle in Min- the fourth miracle of Minnesota in the one season, the 61 yarder at the buzzer. I know all about us. You, oh, we, we've already played him once. Don't you don't have to tell me how important it is that you already played him once. That's why also listen, not looking past the, the, the uh, Vikings in any way, but, or even if you look at other teams, the Cowboys Eagles game or a, or a Giants Eagles game or a Giants Cowboys game or, uh, you know, a, a, a Chiefs Chargers game that could potentially happen if, uh, if the Chargers win this week. It's tough to beat teams three times. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The Bengals, man. Three times? Back-to-back weeks. For the record, we've had calls about the Ruther curse. It was a little too fresh for me when that happened. The uh, the Ruther curse in regard to the to the Hamlin incident. Correct. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. Right. Yeah. I mean, is it too aggressive now to play the calls? I don't know. Depends on what they said in the calls. I didn't. I don't. You know me. I don't listen to them. I'm trying to remember what they said in the calls. Which, by the way, 
I'm just going to say this. I truly believe the fact that DeMar Hamlin's out of that hospital, the fact that he's home, I think that is a miracle. Like, I don't think enough people are talking about this. The, the I guys, mean, if, he, he, if, he, yeah. he straight, but let's call it what it is. You and I were there. I think it's different for people who, were there. he died on the field. Guys, I'm going to call it what it is. His heart stopped beating. Not only is he out of a hospital, he, he didn't went to a second one. He's out. He is home. I think to me, this is a miracle. I think I've talked about this on the show before. And the only reason I'm not like, oh my God, what the, this is, whatever is, uh, and, and Mikey, my brother is now a listener to the show, but so he'll hear this and he will be able to confirm, um, a, a relative of his wife, uh, died on the dance floor at their wedding and was brought back multiple times with CPR and then went on and just like had a regular old life. So, so it happens. It happens. Your heart no, stops. People here's revive what, you. Crazy. And then, yeah. That wait. So this happened to Mikey at his wedding. I, I can't believe, dude, me and Mikey talk about another weird connection. My buddy's wedding where I was a groomsman. This is like 2006. His grandmother-in-law, same thing. Keeled over on the dance floor. Same thing where they're, Having to do like same thing, heart stopped. They're doing chest compressions. You know, obviously it's a lot different than Demar Hamlin, older woman. Yeah, lived as well. Yeah, and Which, obviously that, and obviously they're they're you know I forget I don't know the scientific name for it and the and I if I did I couldn't pronounce it but there's a lot of you know smart people that are pointing at what happened to Chris Pronger what happened sure. to whatever, like that this is, you know, fairly common. I mean, Chris Pronger, I think, played 12 more years than the NHL after that. Like at this point, Hamlin, like being home already, like is Hamlin on the team next year? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's awesome. Like he's home. Yeah. So fun story about when my, not really a fun story, but you have to laugh a little. It's dirty sports. When my buddy's grandmother-in-law killed over, there was luckily multiple doctors and nurses in the wedding party. And if you've guys, if anyone who's seen CPR, like it's exhausting. You got to break the ribs. And when you, when you're trying to revive somebody, like it's not only emotionally exhausting, but physically at the time I was a lifeguard. So I was CPR certified. Yeah. And I'm probably, I don't know. 15 to 20 Jack and Cokes deep. Yeah. And they're going from one doctor. I got this. No, so get this. They're going from like a doctor to a nurse to like, again, like they're going through people because you get exhausted and they're on like person number three or four. And another buddy walks over and he's like, dude, are you CPR certified now? This is when I worked again. Let's put in quotes, CPR certified working in Las Vegas at a yeah. pool, a casino pool. He's like, dude, you could be up next. And I just was like, I remember, I remember just looking at my drink, my Jack and Coke and being like, fuck that. Like, dude. being like, uh, if I'm next, I'm going to need a couple of cheesy crunch wraps. So get yourself to, to the closest TB. T bezel. You need to go south of the border. If I'm going south to this girl's chest bone. Oh my God. Yeah. That'd be a great idea. Have Ruther. And that's when I had 
my Kato Kalen hair. It was like down to here. And it was all like blonde. And I was all like bronze tan for being in the Las Vegas sun every day. Yeah. Throw me out there to try to save someone's life. Probably would have started making out with her, done something ridiculously reckless. I would have done, I would have turned into squints from the Sandlot. Yeah, Sandlot. But luckily, she, uh, she survived. Yeah. Now, now that uh, Damar Hamlin, I mean, we we were there. We did a a, a long episode. It was tough to watch. It was oh, tough yeah. to do. It's tough to do the episode on Thursday. Sure, like we tr- we tried to do the best we could of you know tippy towing around it. You don't want to like whatever this. Um, but now that he's safe and he's home, can we talk? Can we talk about one thing? When he woke up in the hospital, his first words were, "Where am I?" Right? It wasn't. Did we win? I mean, come on. This I mean, this is the easiest conspiracy. His first words, did we win? His first words, not not why am I not breathing on my own? Not where am I? Not who are you? Not why are you shining a flashlight in my eyes? Did we win? First words, did we win? <laughs> that was first words, not I have to pee. Very first words, did we win? Come on. That's a good point. Come on. Listen, I'm all for the Disney movie here. Listen. Sure. We Vince Papali didn't look like Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? Did they take creative license? His first words. How about I'm thirsty? The dude hasn't had a drink in three days. I'm glad he's safe. I'm glad he's fine. His first words were not, did we win? They weren't. I never thought about that, but that is a great point. His first words. First. What's happening? Look, I've never been in that position, but I know after having my wisdom teeth taken out or being you ever ever been like drunk and falling asleep while it was still daylight out. And then you wake up and it's night and you have absolutely no fucking idea of where you are in life. You ever fall asleep watching football on a Sunday afternoon? You got that one o'clock games on. Maybe you went a little hard on Saturday night. You fall asleep at the end. You wake up Sunday night football starting. Your first thought is where in the world am I? Yeah. Not, Not who won that Packers game. I fell asleep during. Did we win? Come on. I love the story. And I look forward to watching, you know, I, I love, I, I look forward to watching it in, in a Disney movie, but those weren't his first words. This weren't. I have thought about this and I wonder if you have as well. Who's been running his Twitter? Like what percentage of tweets since he started tweeting again? are actually coming from DeMar Hamlin or coming know. from other people. Who knows? Because I think some for <laughs> I sure haven't, are. I haven't, I haven't really looked at it. And and listen, I'm such a fan at this point. I think oh, like, yeah. it's when, awesome. in, when in doubt, we're all rooting for the Bills. Oh, for sure. Like, dude, this is the story of all, like, this is, this is, I don't know. This is like a miracle story, like you said. It's amazing. And, and, and so I, I'm not like looking too far into it, but like, You're gone. You're gone for like two days. First word. Did we win? Not. Where's my mom? Where yeah. am I? Where am I? I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. And the doctor's. I, I have a feeling he woke up. He's like, I'm really thirsty. And the doctor was like, you won. You so, won life. Well, you know what? I, you know, and I obviously I've never been on a ventilator. 
But when I had my brain injury and I was really doped up on drugs, right? So I was in the hospital. You know what my words were when I, by the way, almost three, almost three year anniversary to the knee injury to the day. You know, my first words were when I came out, like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. I wasn't like, did it go well? My back? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, like, like when I woke up, because they put me on some serious drugs, as you can imagine, they had to reduce my brain swelling and all the stuff that was going on up there. Same thing. I remember I woke up and I was so confused. Dude, I admitted myself to the hospital. Like I walked into the hospital on my own two legs. And then I woke up and was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I and then I remember I grabbed my phone and I checked my voicemail. My mom had already left me a voicemail, like, I'm on my way. I'm on this and this flight. And I remember being like so confused. She was like, I'm going to and then you were like, who won the Pats Dolphins game? (laughs) (laughs) My point is this this is simply my point. What a fucking story. Do we need it to elab- do we do we need to add to it? We don't need to. It's an incredible st- the tr- all of the true portions of the story are fucking amazing. It, I mean, it really is amazing. I do want to bring up the bills now, though. Something we didn't have time to talk about last episode when we were discussing how like everything played out. The Bills abstained from voting in what was going to happen with the Bengals and the whole home field with the Ravens. I don't know if you saw that. Now, some people argue they abstained because they were involved in it, and that's actually the right thing to do. But most people would argue, and I probably agree with this other side of, dude, all the things the Bengals did for you guys, you abstained, not sided with the Bengals? And they abstained. The vote was for a coin flip or not a coin flip. Correct. And also basically saying how it would play out in the playoffs beyond that. Like with the neutral field with the Chiefs and the Bills. And they abstained. And the Chiefs also abstained. I don't think that makes them better for abstaining. Again, I, I argue the other side and I say, dude, the Bengals... Like that was a most brotherhood two teams I've ever seen ever in a game. And it was good. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And like my respect for both coaches is, been I mean, out. I think, I think it's a, like, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the, you can hide behind that and it's an easy way out. It's just like, I'd probably have, if I was, if I was the Bengals, I probably would have, or if I was the um, bills, I probably would have abstained too. Cause it's just like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to vote. We're going to support them just for a chance that maybe have to play like, just like, Hey, we'll just stay out of this. And that probably helps us anyway. Yeah. Because I mean, like this is really going to be interesting. Won't it? However, it plays out with Adam Schefter is reporting. He woke up and said, how'd the coin flip go? (laughs) First words. Did you see, I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see Prano that Schefter literally tweeted out. Did you see this tweet? Damar Hamlin has been added to the IR. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, this to me proves our discussion that we've had multiple times that he is not a human, he's a robot. Like he's not computing real world intelligent, like emotion and his AI brain is just saying, okay, Hamlin's clearly out. I need to tweet that he's been added to the injured reserve list for the rest of the season. Why would he tweet that out? I don't know. Like, I mean, all, all the things, all the things. No, I think he's, I think he thinks, well, that happened. And I report all the things. Plus I'll get a bunch of retweets. And, a and bunch people of cla- mad. He, he, he cloud chases. He's always been one like Schefter for all the good reporting he does. will always throw the random tweet in there with his opinion involved. And you're like, bro, no one needs your opinion. You're a robot. You're a robot on the spectrum. Yeah. I know. I I just was like, what is he doing, man? I don't know. It's a fun week. The first week of NFL playoffs is always a lot of fun. Super. Wild card weekend. It is. But before we get to that, I can't believe we're going to do this. We're going to talk college football. Wow. National championship. We're going to talk. And you started with, I thought for sure you're going to meet Carlos Correa. I guess you guys have to tune into a dirty slides podcast. You can fill me in on the Carlos Correa thing right now. Fill me in. Yeah. Uh, What's happening? Ankle. I know he's going to the twins. The same ankle problem that, um, Scared the Giants off, apparently scared the Mets off. So it's real. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's real. The, the you know, the issue of he's been playing like apparently this is an older ankle injury, but there is, and it was a couple weeks ago. I think it maybe was prior to him signing with the Mets or just after. Obviously, not sign, he didn't sign, but after the report. Um, it was either right before or right after the reported deal with the Mets that we got video from this season when he supposedly slid into second and re-injured said ankle. Now I think he probably played the, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm not, he's not a Met anymore, so I don't care, but like, I don't know how many games he missed for that ankle after was that. Was he or officially if, a Met? No, no. So I'm saying, oh, yeah, or if he or if he played on it because he knew, you know, again, he was betting on himself and he was like, I this is my con this is a contract year. I'm just gonna have to fight through it. But um, you know, there was the initial reaction to Mets as a Met fan is like, it's not our money, and I don't give a shit. So, like, if Carlos Correa comes and his ankle falls off. And then we got to go pay Manny Machado next off season. Who cares? Steve Cohen has an eighty billion dollar statue in his front yard, or whatever. Eight eighty million dollar statue in his front yard. Like he didn't, money's not real to him. So I was never really worried about whether or not Carlos Correa's ankle was healthy or not healthy. And in fact, it was kind of annoying because obviously I was very upset at at hiding behind the quote unquote ankle, uh, injury history of D- Jacob DeGrom as the reason not to sign him for five years. And then you go and sign Correa for 13, but again, not my money. I think they should have signed both of them and given them all the monies in the world. Cause what are we talking about here? But obviously the Mets swooped in knowing there was concerns about an ankle. Did a deal knowing there was concerns about an ankle backed out of the deal after seeing the actual ankle so I guess it's more severe than 
Well, I guess it's exactly as severe as the Giants thought it was. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you have two yeah. organizations. And then I I saw the Mets still willing to sign him. And um, they offered him not the money that the Twins offered him. But again, it's New York. So I don't think it was a matter of money. The rumor that I heard was there was also um, you have to pass a physical like every year on this ankle. So why are um, the Twins paying him is the question. They hope he's healthy and they're getting a discount based on his market value. And yeah, he was there last year. He played well. His ankle was supposedly injured before that. They saw it. They have team doctors who worked with him the whole year, I guess. And they finally were. And then his price came down to a point where they could finally afford it. And that's been. Baseball talk. I'm trying to sports podcast. I'm trying to work a Kirk Cousins, Carlos Correa connection here. Don't hurt your brain. Don't don't hurt your brain. Both playing for Minnesota teams. By the way, I I think a place I would love to go is the stadium the Vikings playing. By the way, I did last week. I was like, you know, I when I was in New York, New York, I'm, I'm jet lagged. You know, you're drinking a lot. Um, I woke up in my sister's basement. I had no idea where I was because I had been drinking. And um, my sister came down. I was scared. I just said, did the Mets sign Correa? Did he? <laughs> did they sign him? She said, do you, do you even know where you are? I was like, we'll get to that. What What is Correa's status? What I was about to say, because I'm going to connect this to college football, was the Viking Stadium, U.S. Bank, Steve looks looks amazing. Like it looks pretty awesome to see a game because it makes me think of what happened at SoFi during the national championship game. Yeah. Which Tug had alluded to. Tug had alluded to. And and it's it's weird because I've how does been this happen? To, I've been to SoFi three or four times now. To me, it still feels like it's like you still kind of feel like it's an indoor stadium, but I guess the fact that it was open and it was windy, like but it's, it's coming not in ju- from the side. Yeah, but it's not just that. So for anybody who saw there was water issues in the stadium during the national championship game where multiple people had to be taken out in stretchers or ambulances because they fell. But I was reading underneath the comments. This is what's concerning. Underneath the comments, people were like, yo, I'm a Charger season ticket holder, blah, blah, blah game this year. There was leaking. Like, is the roof not good? Yeah, that's wild. And I'm thinking, this is the most expensive stadium in the history of the world. And again, at least from the comments, people were like, this isn't a one-off, wild, crazy, rainy, windy weather day. They've had issues. Which you think, how the hell does this happen? Meanwhile, the quarterback of Georgia was like, I remember back in 46, we had a <laughs> rainstorm like this. I did not watch, shocker, the national championship game. At one point, I, I literally, at one point, I tuned in. And I was like, 52, whatever. I'm like, okay, goodbye. Like, I literally was like, it was 52. I think it was the third quarter or something. I tuned in. It was like way over. And I don't care about college football. As we know, it's a fucking... I mean, as far as shams go, there's no bigger sham than fucking college sports in general, but definitely college football. 
So I didn't even know this. Then a friend sent me, you know, knowing we we have a sports show, sent me this Mike Mad Dog Russo, Chris Russo, somebody from fucking um, somebody in New York in the post. There was an article about how ridiculous it is that the quarterback of Georgia is 25. I didn't even know this. This is 25. What, what's happening here? Yeah, Stetson Bennett is 25. He's 25 years old. I knew and people that. take I, college football seriously. I knew he was 25. Do you know his whole Dude. story? He was he was a Juco, then a walk-on. To steal a to steal one from the late great Jay Cutler. Don't care. So it's a pretty interesting story, but he's also. I mean, if you look at his age. Because I sent you the thing like the the, the the far more fascinating football story um, to me than anything happening in college football. If you look at the ages of the AFC playoff team quarterbacks this year. Dude, where is that? I'm trying to pull that up. I sent it to you in a text message. But. I mean, We're, when we talk about when we talk about the, the tweet I put up and and the replies from that I got from people, I mean, absurd. So here it is. The oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs is Patrick Holmes at 27. Then you got Allen Burrow Lamar at 26. You got Tua and Herbert at 24 and Trevor Lawrence at 23, 23 to 27 years old. Every quarterback in the AFC playoffs is between 23 and 27. And we talked about the, the dysfunction of quarterbacks on the NFC side. And, and obviously I don't know how old Tyler Huntley is, but that that's, that's Lamar Jackson as the starting quarterback of the Ravens. Yeah, it's look, here's the thing. I put it on. I was cooking and I put can it. You on. Imagine being, can you imagine being? Can you imagine that the the those guys are middle of the pack, like the 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 a middle of the pack age for the AFC playoff quarterbacks is the guy who started for Georgia. Well, here's the thing: like he's not going to be. I don't like. I don't know. Does does anybody even put him on a team? Like I wouldn't, because he's of course not. He's but just he, one of those like you're tossing make, the ball. To, Maybe he'll be a sixth rounder or whatever, and they'll be. We've seen guys like him before. I mean, Winky got Chris drafted. Winky, yeah. So, was that a Browns draft pick? I think it was a Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Take me through that game room or that whatever you, the war room. But they didn't draft him hot. They wasn't like a first rounder, I don't think. I think Winky through wait, dude. Guess how old Winky is right now? Forty-one. He's fifty. What? <laughs> That's wild. Okay, I was like, enough. oh, he's like, oh, he's younger than me. Fair enough. He was a fourth-round pick. Yeah. To Carolina. He's a, he's a coach. So. This is my thoughts on it. I put the game on 
I'm cooking. It's background noise. Right away, it was it was already 31 to 7. Second quarter. I actually had on McAfee's cast, which is like the version of the Manning cast. It's it's just not watchable. The game. I'm not talking about McAfee. I'm talking about the, the game. It's it's like, guys, this is not good. It's not good when there's this much disparity. So I went and I looked up because I had to. listen. I I I I mocked Kirk Cousins stands. I've mocked, I don't know, Kobe. Like I've mocked a lot of people on this show. No one to me is more misinformed than people who are like college football is better than the than the NFL. Well, they're just stupid. Like, who are you people? Well, well, well here's who they are. Here's who they are. They live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. They but not just the, not just that. I'm not even gonna call them stupid. It's just people who are, dude. I literally just had this discussion with somebody. I had the exact same discussion. Somebody asked me about the game, and I said, "I don't really watch it." You know, I said, "I said football, professional football is just the best." And somebody was like, "I like college better." And I just said, "I said, okay, well, you know, that's fine, and no one's gonna argue." tailgating in the environment and like the fanfare of yeah, being but that's not football exactly of being on a college campus like that's i love i love going to, i've been to a lot of cool stadiums like yeah. it was it's cool i've been to the big house i've been to you know the horseshoe it's like i've been to a lot of different sec games it's like i've been to a lot of stadiums i've been to the grove i saw eli play it's like those are all cool but let's talk about the actual game so i looked it up there's been nine college football championships since they went to this playoff format. Nine. The average scoring margin, the average victor, this is the average, wins by 20 points. Yeah. So three touchdowns. So my argument to anybody who's diehard college football, I'd say- By the way, can, 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 can we just talk about one thing? Because I, you know, I don't care about college football at all, but when I did used to root for it, I rooted for Notre Dame. Can you imagine if Notre Dame had lost by that score? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what would ha- what would be happening on the fucking first takes and the around the horns and the whatevers the next day if Notre Dame went into that championship game and lost sixty five to six or whatever the fuck it was sixty two to six? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? We would have seen heads exploding on ESPN, just as- actual blood, eyes popping out, blood streaming down faces, guts and 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 spinal columns being swept off of sets. And there's like, well, TCU is outmatched. Um, just imagine Notre Dame losing that game like that. I'd actually enjoy that. I'm not a big Notre Dame guy. I know, but I'm saying that my point is that people love college football is immensely broken. And what happens is people love to focus on when Notre Dame gets there or whatever, like this is what's wrong. They should be in a conference. Fuck the no more putting them in the playoff. No more putting them in. Well, the, the bottom line is it's all a fucking sham. Yeah. No, I know. It's just, I'll say this guys, if we're going to do this comparison, Imagine if the Super Bowl this year was 65 to 7. Just think about that for a moment. Now, I know there have been some big blowouts. I, as a child, I'll never forget the Denver Niners one. Yeah. What was that, like 55 to 10? Yeah. And then there was Niners, Chargers. 
And then there was, but yeah, there's a lot yeah, there of were but, some, some Bills Cowboys. But I, but I put that tweet out. I put that tweet out the other day and some guy wrote, yeah, NFL, no blowouts ever. The biggest loss in the NFL this year is like 21 points or something like that, or 30 points. I think it's 30, it's 27 points. Something like, that. like this, this game is 20 points higher than the big, this blowout was 20 points larger than the biggest blowout in the NFL the whole year. Now people are going to counter and say the two semifinal games were great. That's what they're going to counter to you. Cool story, bro. So the TCU Michigan matchup was just a good game to see who gets to get nutted on by Georgia. Yeah, it's broken, man. Super conferences and whatever. It's like, cool. Just then play the SEC. Call the SEC the Premier League and everything else the fucking undercards. I was thinking about LA, obviously, with the game being there. It always makes me laugh when, when I live there when these college games in the college towns will come in. It's the equivalent of like Encino Man or somebody who's been frozen. But like when you see, I just kept thinking of people from like Athens in LA. You know, they're just looking around and they're just, I don't know. It makes me laugh. Like every time the they used to do the pep rallies at the Santa Monica Pier and I'd be going for, you know, my run or whatever. And then you'd see like a bunch of, you know, like Wisconsin fans or whoever's yeah. in the Rose Bowl. And you're just like, what do you guys think of this city? Because I know you bitch about it all the time. Oh, I mean, listen, we we both live very close to the fucking Venice boardwalk. I mean, I can't I can't tell you how many times I went down to the Venice boardwalk during Rose Bowl week. And you caught these people that were clearly like doing a walk from the Santa Monica Pier to like Muscle Beach in Venice. And you got some fucking gigantic man in a Wisconsin Badgers crew neck laying in the sand, sucking on a two liter Coke just to try to get himself the energy to keep walking the rest of the mile and a half. You're just like, bro. Get let me introduce you to bird scooters. I don't think you're gonna make it, bro. <laughs> you're sweating cheese, dude. Oh. And we we saw one of those games. Never forget. Yeah, Saquon Barkley, Penn State, USC. We're gonna see a Saquon. We're gonna say a similar Saquon Barkley performance this Sunday. 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 Well, we alluded to it earlier in the show. I'm glad we're both got the Miller-like gang, tie-dye, long sleeve shirts tonight. Looking pretty good. I, I I think I think you were drinking. Were you were you drinking some Miller lights at that Rose Bowl, Joe? I don't I don't know. I'm trying to stir up the memory. I believe I was, Andy. I mean, that was pre-sponsorship because you know, you know me. That's the first thing I determine when I get to a stadium. Do they have Miller Lite? Is it everywhere? Or do I have to go to one very specific vendor? Let's go get it. I know for sure we pack some in my old Corolla. Oh, yeah. And I know for sure you had like a nice six-pack. The walk from the, the parking, whatever the grass field was. And, and, and you, were, you were drinking some Miller Lights. 
your sports history is literally just connected with Miller Lite, like your fandom, your experiences. Oh, yeah. uh, and I and and I have a very similar uh, uh, strategy. Whenever the Giants make the playoffs, I did this for the play. I did this. I I have vivid memories of this. Uh, when the Giants played the undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl, I remember that day. I went out and got a 30-pack of Miller Lite. I started in the middle of the day, and I said, I'm just going to nice take it nice and easy the whole day, and I'm just going to keep drinking Miller Lite until I either go to sleep because we're getting blown out or we win the Super Bowl. And there's a lot of moments in that game huge moments where I screamed. I did not clap. I screamed because I could not clap. I was holding a Miller light in one hand. And I will be doing that here on Saturday for playoff games here on Sunday for my giants game. Obviously I'll be joining Randy Ruther at a watch party. If they don't have Miller light, I'll be smuggling it in just the way it goes. Well, it's the original light beer and still the best one. As both Joe and I know, Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. I'll tell you why I'm really rooting for a Giants victory this week. Almost more than anything. Because next week. I'll be at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. And all I want to do is go to a Vegas sports book with Miller Lights and watch a second round Giants game. Let's go. Next week, Comedy Cellar, Las Vegas. Following week, Dead Crow Comedy Club, Wilmington, North Carolina. Get your tickets now. Look at that plug, people. That's if you go on my Instagram, I've added a highlights. It's a calendar, it says dates. You can click on it. I have all my upcoming dates there with links tickets. Go there and get some tickets. They serve Miller Lite at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas, Sandy. Let's go, as you would say. Okay. Oh. That'd be nice. Get get to Vegas for a week. Although yeah. we've discussed that. It's it's a week's a lot. It's too long. It's too long. Uh, but a very special uh trip to vegas so i go down on monday and i'm there monday to monday essentially because we have shows sunday night so i'll fly out the following monday my mom's coming to town my mom oh. big gambler anybody who knows, is anybody who knows Ann prano knows big gambler loves to gamble very what's her, big what's her giving what's her game of choice a lot of slots Slots is for sure her game of choice. And then she does a lot of like the uh, the preset card games like Let It Ride or like uh, three card. I think she does. I think Let It Ride is her card game of choice. Big slot lady. Like when um, when I used to go to casinos that she would go to, she'd draw me a map like it was like I was in that. I was like, a, you know, I was like one of the Goonies. I'd have, to, I'd have to follow a map to her favorite slot machines and play it for her. Um, so she's coming to town and she'll be in Vegas Thursday. She leaves Sunday. So I'm also hoping for a Saturday Giants round two game. Um, but yeah, mom coming to town. She's, have, you done, she's, have you done Vegas she, with your mom? Never. She's the kind of gambler who, uh, you know, Caesars is sending her to Vegas. She's staying for free. Caesars oh, is like, you want? Oh, you, okay. oh, your son's in Vegas. You want to go to Vegas? We got you. She's legit then. And she, she, she definitely likes to gamble if, if they're, yeah. if they're comping she's, her. 
She's staying at the Paris. They gave her a choice of nine hotels. She chose Paris. I said, I hate French people, but that's, uh, you know, do you, mom? She chose Paris over Caesars. Yeah, I think she'd stayed there once before and she liked it. She's a creature of habit. She probably yeah, won yeah. the last. She probably won the last time she was there, and she was like, "I'm running it back." I, I use. I always when I think of Paris, I think of so like the. It's one of those casinos where the. The ceiling is painted like a sky. Yeah, you've been in Paris, right? Yeah. So it's it's you know it's classic. We don't want you to have a clue what time of day it is. Yeah, and, and they got this giant round bar buy a bunch of the uh the games and and that was that was one of not all the time but that was one that my friends and i we'd find we'd find our way there when we all lived in vegas you know blacked out drunk and you're right you'd be sitting around that bar you'd be looking up going to the bathroom you're like oh you know it's like light out and then you're clueless and then you've no clue what time of day it is and then you walk out and you're like cool 5 a.m awesome yeah. i remember being at the paris one time and i was lit playing craps and i was so lit i fell down I woke up and I, I thought it was outside because it's, it's painted like the sky. So I was like, where am I? Am I outside? And then when I realized where I was, I was like, did I hit the hard eight? I <laughs> uh, see what you did there. Well, that'll be good. That'll be a good little trip. Yeah. yeah. That, that'll make your week bearable. Yeah, exactly. Because it can get lonely. I, I just got to make it to Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for these games. This these these first games of the NFL playoffs are always a lot of fun. I'm ready for upsets. I'm sure you saw the tweet the last four years. The number six seed is seven and one against the number three seed. Seven and one. Oh! Right, so the Giants and Ravens are the six seeds this year, and the Vikings and Bengals are the three seeds. So it, it'll be real interesting. But let's get through these games. Let's let's take a deeper dive. Six and one. How's it six? How's there only been seven? Seven. It's seven and one. Seven and one. Wow. Correct. Okay. Seven and one. Seven and one. It's pretty crazy for four years. Like that's some wild consistency. So we didn't have time to discuss this. It, 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 do you feel there's controversy on our? Picks? Well, uh, let's, let's look, air out what our text messages okay. were. Let, 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 uh, here's what I want to do. It, it, here's, here's my approach to this. So first of all, yes, I, th well, I think there was controversy. Okay. Um, and, but the, so I, beat, I beat you by point. Right. And we can we can talk about it, but I'll, I'll say this. So here's here's what I here's what I don't want. Like the reason I reached out to you before the games, correct? Is I did not want to do the. I did not want to say have it say like, I don't want to say. Oh, I feel this was unfair, and now I don't want to do my punishment, and I lose the bet, and whatever. That is precisely why I reached out to you. So what I will say up front is, in fact, I'll probably do it when I'm in Vegas. Probably eat some danger witches while I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. The food's not great anyway, right? Like I'll I'll smash some danger witches. And I need I need a heads up on what I don't know what we settled on. I don't know if any of the dirt balls out there have like, did we talk about is there something I should should I just eat it every single day for the week I'm in Vegas? 
do I like? I don't know. Well, the the dirtballs aren't going to like this. I'm going to keep it pretty light if that's cool. And I'm sure you want that. So I, I beat you by a point. I was down a point. We had four picks in the last week. I came up clutch. I got three or four right. Now, the controversy was the Bengals-Ravens game, which was seven points when we made the wager. Sunday, and I, reached out, and I reached out to you Sunday morning when out of seemingly out of the blue, like we do a lot of stuff on this show on Thursday. And here's and this this is my issue with the the controversy. It's not like it would be unprecedented. We've had conversations before where it's like, I'll take this team. But if Baker Mayfield's starting, then I'm going to take this. And we've done we've had thing. There was no talk that Tyler Huntley wasn't going to play the Bengals game. In well, fact, the, the, it, well, maybe you just didn't see it. In fact, but, now I'm wondering, and this is, this is a separate conspiracy theory, not having anything to do with the danger, witch bet. I'm wondering if this was, was this strategic on Harbaugh's like, now I'm like, what was this about? Like now Huntley is healthy, but the simple fact of the matter is I woke up on Sunday morning and suddenly some guy whose name I still to this day do not know. What's his name? Sam Howell. Honestly, I don't know his name. Wasn't Sam Howell. Got, didn't he start? Didn't Sam Howell start for somebody? He started for uh, Washington. Right. That's hilarious. Sam Howell. Some guy whose name I still do not know. Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. Sounds like the sounds like the backup small forward on a team on a on a 1996 Celtics team. Uh I woke up that morning and and so here's the other thing. Here I just want to give the layers. So we have Jags Titans. You take Jags Titans. We get up the next day. We have three different games. It's basically it's even. So unless somebody's going to go two and one and win it, or somebody's going to split, going to be a split, whatever. So I wake up that morning. Wait, there can't be a split. You're right. Either two right. and one, or somebody takes them all. Right. Unless of course somebody hits the spread exactly, which we'll okay. get to. True. Um. So wake up the next morning. I loved my Vikings bet. I said that on the show. I think the Vikings, which I re-listened their- to, by the way. I, I went back when I left. You know, and I, and you're, yeah. shit, you're, you're shit talking mind games, which is hilarious to me, by the way. Yeah. So then we have the Vikings Bears game, which I felt very confident in the Vikings, uh, you know, coming out and, and getting Jeff, you know, our guy, Jeff, that hyped for the playoffs because they beat the fucking Bears with Nathan Peterman starting and all the fucking Vikings fans whacking off. I, I, I saw that coming. The other two games. Four and four and a half point. Line swings because both teams have gone to their third string quarterback. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Now, what I thought was well, so did the Dol- the Dolphins was like unclear. We're like, who's playing quarterback? Right, right, right. But the, the idea thing. was, but it was yeah, exactly. The Dolphins quarterback was up in the air, as was the Jets. Correct. So that swung, which is why when I reached out to you, I said, I don't even give a shit about the Jets, it's like Flacco or Mike White. Like, I actually don't think there's a big difference. I wasn't worried about, oh, man, I'm getting screwed by Mike White and 
you know, it's going to be Skylar Thompson and Jeff, uh, Joe Flacco and not like, come on, what are we talking about here? So I was like, let's just not even talk about that. And that's how that game played out last second. Even though it's swung. Yeah. Um, But I said, this is insane. I don't even know the guy's name who's starting for the Ravens. I am not asking for an unprecedented, I don't want the Ravens anymore, or I, this game should be null and void. I said, and I, and I wrote, I texted it to you. I said, I'm at, I'm writing a, I'm making a written petition here for you to move the line to what it's moved to 11. And I will, and I said to you, I will still take the Ravens and I still think I'm going to lose because I don't know who the fucking guy who's playing quarterback is. We're now at the third string. Tyler Huntley was scoring 12 points a game, as you pointed out. But now I got to fucking go with, what's his name? Anthony Jeff, Brown. Anthony Brown. So I was just like, I'm I'm ready. I'm making a written petition to move the game to 11. You denied my petition. I did. So, as, so this, as, this as, was my as, rebuttal. As a, as a independent commissioner of the league. <laughs> So this this you is denied, my... in fact I in fact what you did is you went into a fucking you went into a three man weave until kickoff happened and then you were like it's out of my hands. <laughs> so you just went is... ball hold. So this is what I did. This is what I did. This is my response. This is my thought process. When we made that bet, it was seven points. We knew Lamar Jackson wasn't going to play. Right, and 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 two points that. I said, like, if we had woken up that morning and Lamar Jackson was going to play and it went down to three, I would have been like, you're right. Let's adjust the line. To yeah, three. but no, I, but no, here's and, the thing. And now let me ask you something. What if you woke up that morning and Joe Burrow was out and it was Tyler Huntley against Anthony Brown or whoever the fucking Joe Burrow first person is? And suddenly I have the Ravens plus seven against the Bengals and a backup QB. Well, I would say which I did say in text, I'd say the same thing I told you is like you and I have been fucked over on ourselves many times in the past in the final week, because it is, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to play. Who's going to start. Even in your Vikings game, they yanked Kirk cousins. Did I peek up a little go? Okay. Nick Mullins, you know, are the bears going to make a push in the second half, but the bears, the, the Vikings, Situ- the the difference between the Vikings situation or even the nine or like whatever is the Bengals and the Ravens were playing for the division still and playing for who's getting that home for like we knew that was going to be a game they didn't yank you know they didn't like sit Lamar Jackson to save him for the playoffs they, but 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 they, but here's the thing none of us knew including me what like. You didn't watch the game. Harbaugh basically sat most of his offense. No one knew that. I mean, I mean, Joe, it was an interesting strategy and started his defense because their D played great, right? So they have a legit, really good D. And that's basically what he did was he said, okay, I don't think Dobbins is good enough. He's sitting. Okay, starting running backs out. Then the backup, forget his name, gets hurt. So now they're on the third string running back, also in the first half. He sits most of the wide receivers. It's I like know, this is this is all after the fact. The fact of the matter is, but hold on. It happened in two games. I thought I I thought I was being a reasonable person on, mul- on. I thought I was being a reasonable person on multiple things. One, I was like, fuck the Jets game. Who gives a shit? We don't even have to talk about it. Like, I'm not even making that an issue. 
But my counter, hold I was on, like, I need to talk about this Ravens Bengals game, which suddenly is a totally different game. So, but here's and the a thing. totally different line. The line I, went up 50%. No, but, but it didn't hold on. That's what I was trying to say over text. That line was seven. When we made the bet on Thursday. It just a day later on Friday, it was already nine and a half. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about that. Well, that's already two and a half points. Yeah, but it would have come down to fucking three if all of a sudden Lamar Jackson got announced he was playing. But my point is, like, lines move. Yeah, lines move, but lines go don't go up four points from the, th- the uh, Thursday to a Sunday. And they went up four points because their quarter. The, we're not even talking about their starting quarterback. We're talking about their backup went down. Tyler Huntley's played a bunch of games this year. That's the same thing. That's why I said Flacco's played a bunch of games so, so this year. So my counter again to that was this. I don't think, and I stand by this, I don't think Tyler Huntley versus Anthony Brown is that different. And that's why I gave you the stat. I go, look, man, they've averaged 12 points a game. Well, with Tyler the- theoretically, they scored if- more than that. Theoretically, since we're one week later playing within the same two teams in the same stadium with the same thing on the line, it's now back to seven because they think Tyler Huntley's going to play. No, it's eight. It's at okay, eight. But it, it, start, it opened at seven, right? It opened at seven. It's at eight. Right. It opened at seven. They're back to Tyler. They weren't like it's 11 again because Tyler Huntley's the same as fucking the other dude. And and honestly, that was the thing. That was what I said to you. Actually, actually, hold on. They announced today at Huntley's playing. It's nine and a half right now, which it was last Friday. It was nine and a half. So we're back to the same nine and a half. But what I said to you, and this was, I thought me saying, listen, let's just avoid controversy anyway. I was like, I am not asking, I'm not waking up today. By the way, I'm going to take the, the Bengals this week, right? But what I was saying was, I don't even want to start a controversy where people were dirt balls are going, Joe's a sore loser or whatever. He tries to bail on picking the Ravens. He tries to blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to do that. I felt that would be controversial. So what I, what I said to you is, I still think I lose. But what I think is fair is we go to 11. You said access denied. <laughs> I did. And then, and then in a miracle, they it actually this, ended on 11. These bullshit. Yeah. So here, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. And, and also, can we add one? Can, can I add one other thing? Anthony Brown, is that his name? I'm glad Correct. I know his name out. Was a debacle. Yeah, he was. He, he was a debacle. You want you hear something? So he was terrible. He's fumbling the ball in the end. Like they tell the, forget this week in that game. Oh, he was a mess in that game. Two picks Huntley and a fumble for a touchdown. Two picks and a fumble directly for a touchdown. You hear the craziest part? My brother, one of my brothers, it's just, he's not a gambler. Gambling just became legal here. You can fully bet in the state of Ohio, January 1st. He's doing Goldberg type bets. He's just having fun with it, like five dollars. So he texts me before the Bengals game. He goes, "Oh, dude, I'm out of control." And I love it. It's like Goldberg. Like, what? You're out of control. He had like three, five. He had he had like Bengals covering, and he had it at ten. 
he had he did three things Bengals covering he had I forget whoever got hurt on Baltimore rushing for a touchdown and then he also had a Bengals defensive touchdown great and I said dude here's the best part I said to him I go I go you did it you know hard I go that's not gonna hit you know hardest you did a Bengals defensive touchdown I go you I go are you out of your mind and then the shit happened but he doesn't know how to gamble here's the best part right he parlayed it with the Ravens running back touchdown. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, even five bucks, I think his payout was like, I was like, that's going to be a good payout on five yeah. bucks. Yeah. So here, so here's what we'll do. Well, hold on. But I, I just want to say one other thing about it. The, and to me, this was like, I do not believe in this Ravens team. I do not believe in Lamar Jackson in the future. I don't believe in Tyler Huntley is very good. My issue when I woke up that morning, and I think it was a reasonable issue, is I now have what could come. And I was like, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I was like, I do have what could come down to deciding 18 weeks of pickup on a guy who has never played in the NFL. We're not talking about, you know, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield or the fucking, you know, Wolford or, uh, or Flacco. Or whatever. That's why I said, listen, Joe Flacco's played games in the NFL before. I'm not going to, I'm not going to twist your arm about this fucking Dolphins Jets game. Joe Flacco's not a million times better than fucking or worse than Mike White. I, I was like, I'm going into a AFC North rivalry game with the division on the line. The guy's never stepped foot on an NFL field before. This is, I, I was like, I am asking you in writing to reconsider. Well, look, I know it sucks. I obviously I didn't want to budge. You didn't want to budge. And that's why my, this is what my response to you in Vegas this week, I'm meeting danger, which is in Vegas this week to keep me out of fucking gambling too much. I'm going to Ikea. And then because you wouldn't budge, if this motherfucker isn't signed up for a women's, I also gave you a fucking out on the, on the fucking Carson Palmer jersey, and you skipped it. If this I didn't skip it. I, I have. I here's the thing. Oh no, 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 no! That was for the fucking. I have Buffalo a sewing bills. I have that a sewing for, machine. I have a sewing for, machine. That was for Monday night bills. I have a mini sewing machine. That was for you Monday night that. bills. Bengals. You can, say that. you can go back and listen to that. It's Monday night bills. Bengals. I'm eat, I'm going to a fucking Las Vegas area IKEA. I'm gonna eat meatballs. My my insides are gonna be. Rotting. How long are you supposed to be at an IKEA for? A whole from from open to close minus however many plates of meatballs I eat. I'm doing it, and this motherfucker does it, dude. I want you sitting in a fucking women's study class at the University of Cincinnati next to Anthony Brown after he's out of the NFL in two weeks. Well, I was gonna get Anthony you Brown's gonna be back in college trying to get. Are, his are you sure you want to say all this? Because I was ready to extend an olive branch on everything. That's why I brought no, it up. But, no, because here's the thing. I don't want it. I didn't. That's why I was trying to do it beforehand, because if that happens, then it's your pulse. Prano's a fucking Welch. He's not. He just doesn't want to fucking lose. He's this is bullshit. That's why I was trying to do it in advance. And then we could put out the text messages and we can put it all in the fucking bit and say this was discussed beforehand. There's been an adjustment to the thing. You you access denied me. You key card did not work me. No, I just I just I wrote back rebuttals. And I never gave you an answer. And then the game started. Yeah, I know you went to you were you were standing at the fucking half court line, throwing the ball back and forth while the fucking shot clock ran out. Like. 
So I'm going to go back to the text right now. The last two texts were from me saying, well, we both deal with that all year long. Isn't that part of the deal? Question mark. You never know what can happen with injuries. And I said, both of us have lost picks with this happening, especially in week 18. So I never really gave you an answer. And then the game. Yeah, started. but you did. You did give me an answer by not. And and basically, then you were throwing philosophical questions at me at like 1242 <laughs> Eastern. And I was like, and so that's why I said, fine, listen, I'm going to take my loss, take my L like a big boy. We'll air out how it went down. We'll air out that you fucking access denied me. I'm going to eat. I'm going to fucking spend my week in Vegas devouring danger witches. From probably the fucking, you know, Rio Hotel subway. I don't I'm I don't gonna want to go to Ikea. Here's and the deal. This motherfucker is going to go to a women's studies class before your fucking next opening weekend kickoff. Well, first of all, we're gonna have this, real beef. Well, first of all, this this women's study thing is is. And you know what? Truth. Women. Let me just say something else. This has actually nothing to do with our football bet. You know that, right? I I think a women's study class would be good for you, all things considered, too. I think it's something that you should. I think that's something you should consider, you know, spending some time doing anyway. Bonus that it's going to help you out maybe in some future endeavors. Okay. Fair point. Here's the deal. I was going to say, look, on the danger witch bet, I wasn't going to give you an egregious amount to eat. Well, I don't, don't know what we ever I don't know what we ever settled on. We didn't settle on we didn't settle on anything. And the dirt balls might not like this either. All I was gonna say was you lost by a point. I was not gonna say a week. To me, I didn't like like I was well, gonna I don't say, know. Like I said, I don't know. Is it is it one one a day for a week? Am I eating seven in a row, seven meals in a row, or three? I was just gonna suggest I, don't know what we, I was just gonna suggest not even one. I was gonna suggest if you could eat three in a day for your meals. They were good. That was what I was going to suggest heading into this day's podcast. That doesn't seem that doesn't even seem enough. I am and and listen, I don't even feel like I should had I I I made it clear on in week eighteen in the morning of week eighteen that uh, you know I was throwing a, an official thing. But are you mad at me about it? Do oh, you think yeah. I was unreasonable? Oh yeah, I think you. <laughs> I, I think here's what I think happened. I think. I didn't trust the Bengals at all, clearly. I think you woke up with the Titans win, which, listen, I didn't go into ball control mode. That was a reckless bet, but it's fine. I liked it. I liked it. No, you didn't. You didn't like that bet the minute you made it. I know, but I liked I liked that it's like, listen, I'm still going to make, I'm going to pick my picks. Let's bury you, you know? But I think you woke up Sunday morning and you were like. Which, by the way, but here You were like joke. Flacco and Anthony Brown. I got this. And then no, 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 got, no. And then you got a text from me being like, yo, and you were like, oh, no, 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 no. I am already celebrating. I'm already celebrating. No, that's not true. That's not true. First of all, the 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 Titans, let's not let's not forget who like the Titans had. You know, it's Joshua Dobbs. Like they made they made it work. Oh, I know. I'm saying you woke up on Sunday morning after you already locked that one in. You're like, I just gotta go two for three today. And then you found out I was going, I was riding with th- two third string quarterbacks and you were like oh it's in the bag but i I still feel and and i'm not just saying this i don't think that game is really that much different with tyler huntley 
with a guy who's actually played snaps in the NFL who does, dude, they don't even cover the seven if he doesn't hand the ball to the defense in his own end zone. But I think that whole game plays out differently. Like, like you didn't watch it. So the Bengals, basically, I've never seen this. I've never seen since the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. The, the ball control, as far as they just went straight into, and everything I've read, they said was the Bengals did not want to tip any place because they knew they play them again, right? The Bengals literally, <laughs> and they knew they didn't have to do enough to win. They didn't have to do that much to win because they're playing a guy who never played quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. I mean, look, we can come to a mutual agreement. Listen, I here's here's my, my and I'm going to repeat myself and then I'm gonna, we'll we'll let it go. But I felt like if I called you that day and I said I I want out of my Bengals pick, we go we have two games, maybe we split. You know, you'd have been like, no, fuck you, and I would have been like, yes. If I was in your position, I'd been like, that's fair. So I thought I was actually. I thought I was actually presenting a viable option. I was like, I don't want to change my pick. That would be fucked up because then there's two games and then we're splitting and then who knows what happens. Why don't we just, why don't you just make it 11? That seems fair. And you were like, that's not fair at all. Get the fuck off my phone. So basically we would have pushed and then we would have taken it to the postseason. Which is insane because it ended up landing on 11. It didn't end up being, I thought I was going to lose anyway. What's insane is it ended up on a lap. Well, look, we can put some things into the dirt ball's hands. No, I also, I, 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 but like I said, I also, I'm not trying to kill you with this. I literally am like, dude, you eat three danger witches in one day. We're cool. Nah, that's, I mean, I think, I think the, I think we're, we're looking at, we're looking at a danger witch a day for the week I'm in Vegas. Seems like I feel like you low key want to eat this. Like, what's going I, on here? First of all, Subway is disgusting. <laughs> I was, I was miss. I, I feel like I also had to convince you Subway is disgusting back in the day. You did. You used to, you used to go to that fucking Subway in Venice. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> True story. I was True like, story. there's that. I was like, there's Windward Market across the street. You go in there and have a fucking guy make you a fresh sandwich. You're going into the fucking needle factory. No, you show me the clipping toenails. You showed me the place. The one place made bomb sandwiches, uh, not Windward Village. I mean, they made some good ones. What was that other place? That oh, little... yeah. The, the, that's what I'm saying. The one down the fucking, the one right down by your taco spot. down that's On like South Venice Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little fucking deli that used to have the New York Post in the fucking. Yeah, a little yeah. like Jewish deli. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that like... place. That place was good. But I was like, no, what are we right. talking about? You're going to Subway? I was like, True. you don't live in Ohio yet. You don't have to eat Subway. <laughs> Yet, I did. I did see a guy when I went into the subway once. <laughs> I know I've said this makes me laugh every time. Straight up shaving a homeless guy, just shaving, sitting at a table, the straight razor blade, just shaving, shaving his face. I well, think what I'll do is a week would be seven sandwiches. I think what I'll do is I'll go to Vegas, I'll go to the subway, I'll get seven danger witches made, and I'll just fuck. I just, I just gotta eat them before I leave. Okay, and it's gonna be disgusting. And I'm going to feel rotten, especially since I have to pile of fucking Swedish meatballs on top of that. You're going to bang this all out in Vegas, huh? I'm going to try. I don't know where the closest Ikea is to the Rio. Okay. But luckily, 
my other option is the Rio cafeteria. So it's not like a whole diff, a whole lot different. Employee cafeteria. Yeah. I mean, it's it was that, fine. Yeah, I've eaten there, but you know, I used to work there. They should be able to make you something like normally, at least when I was working, like you asked for a specific, they would whip it up. Oh yeah. I don't know if that's an option, but I'll, I'll find out. You know, I'd walk in there and be like, Hey man, I'm craving a Philly cheesesteak. Throw the guy like literally two singles. Okay. I'll whip that up for me. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the way. I think you, I think you, I think you also, I think the way you went in ball control mode on Sunday morning, I think you also did that on Monday's episode because we had a reasonable third party here. I think you were like, get through this episode, get back to just me and Joe. Don't have a tie break. Don't have a reasonable tire breaker here for the discussion. Oh, you think, t- well, first of all, Monday, we were dealing with time constraints. Yeah. You think Tug would have sided with you? Yeah. But again, this, and then we really got, I just want to, we'll make picks real quick. This has happened in the past, Joe, where we've gotten to week 18. I know, but it's happened in the past, but it's also happened. We've also had, it is not unprecedented for one person to send the other person a text about something that's changing games and be like, cool, let's adjust. But what's the difference between this and like, not even week 18, what's the difference between this and week 12, where you and I make a wager and then we're like fuck this guy's playing quarterback now no there's not there's there there is no difference but no one's you know i think the difference there's i think the two major differences are one i would be open to the like i would be open to suddenly you go from a down to a guy who's never played in the nfl and send me that message i'd be like okay and i would probably be reasonable to do it because it's week 12 and it'll all sort itself out in the wash i think it's actually more ridiculous because we go through the whole fucking year and we come down to one game and suddenly, suddenly we, there's, it, we, we have three morning games to decide everything. And I By lose. Way, can, I say, can I say his stat line? I got to say his guy's stat line. I know. It. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I just, dude, it's too bad. Anthony Brown's stat line from the Bengals game. 19 of 44 <laughs> for 286 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, a fumble which turned into a seven points and sacked four times with a rating of 46.2. I mean, dude, it was, it was, I'll be honest, it was one of the worst quarterback performances I've ever seen. It was bad because he, he was going, it was, it was an AFC North game for the division. He's never played in the NFL before. In fact, I think he is a backup small forward from the Celtics. And they were just like, well, you're athletic, <laughs> get in there. Oh, man. All right. Well, as we look ahead this week to this week's games, we'll go through them briefly. Because we've talked a lot about them beating the show. Yeah. Seahawks and Niners. It's at 10 points right now. It seems like we both agree the Niners win, but the Seahawks are going to cover the spread and it'll be closer than a lot of people think. I think that this game could go... I think this game is most likely a big Niners win. Small likely a Seahawks upset. I think that would be that's a very small chance, but I don't think it's a 0% chance. Okay. And and for that reason, like I could very I could very confidently and happily say, "Oh, I'd take the Niners," but I but yeah, I actually think it's going to be like a close game. 
And that might be the victory that the Seahawks need. You know, they make the playoffs. Geno Smith, a quarterback. No one, everybody expects them to be the worst team in football. They make the playoffs and then they play a close game against a team that's, you know, way better than them. That's who a pa- victory for them. Who passes for more yards, Geno Smith or Brock Purdy? Geno Smith. Well, the reason I'm asking that, I've hopped over to prize picks. Dirtballs, now's the time to join, especially during the playoffs. But they have all the sports, so you don't have to restrict yourself to the NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, you name it. They have it all. I'm looking on prize picks. The yards for Geno Smith, they're they're basically almost identical. It's 221 and a half. The yards for Brock Purdy is 220 and a half. Yeah. I think they're counting on the Niners being up and running the ball down the stretch and the Seahawks being behind and probably counting on me, like Gino, backdoor Gino, having to throw the ball down the stretch, try to make it a one-score game late. Yeah. No, I can see that. So so right now, hop on over to Prize Picks, download it today, and play Daily Fantasy Sports with us. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY when you sign up. As always, all first-time users that deposit and use promo code DIRTY will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. More than Gino, less than Brock. Okay. I like it. All right, Chargers, Jags. Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorite in Jacksonville. I really think the Chargers win this game. But I'm also like Brandon Staley's a buffoon. So yeah. is he going to is like this is one of those games where I always say take the points. It's the playoffs. Points are hard to come by. Are you going to go for it on fourth down in five at your own 25? Yeah. And so is Peterson. True. They're going to that they're 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 good qualities are matched by their bad quads. Like they're very similar and like a reckless, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Hopefully for Brandon Staley's uh, case that he doesn't get himself in one of those situations. I'm going to take the chargers to win and cover, but like, I actually think I like, this is the game I'm in a playoff bracket and this game is giving me the most trouble. Interesting. Because you go west to east, Staley's a question mark. I feel like it's going to be a close game. I feel like it's going to be a field goal game at the end. I think the Chargers win, but I don't have much faith just in them because of their coach. But I still think the Chargers win, and I think obviously they cover. I think Herbert can throw for a lot of yards this game. I think he's going to throw for a lot. And of really, yards. it's a matter of it. Really, this game does kind of come down to the Chargers' defense, right? If the Chargers' defense locks them up. Like I think, I think the Chargers are going to be able to score a reasonable amount of points. It might not be a super high-scoring game, but I, I feel like the the Chargers are scoring in the twenties. You know, and I think this game comes down to how well does the Chargers' defense play. Yeah. No, I agree. So don't. So if you're Brandon Staley, don't put your defense backs against the wall with dumb shit. 
Yeah, agreed. Now, Sunday, we have three games. This first one is just like Dolphins. It's just not good. Let's talk about a line that's moved. Dolphins are now 13 and a half point underdogs. Two is still out. Bridgewater's out. Skyler Thompson, who looked horrific last week. Horrific. Yeah. This game's a blowout. Yeah. Just straight up blowout. Yeah. Bills are going to wax them. 13 and a half, not enough. I agree. It's going to be just a bloodbath. Yeah. Especially in Buffalo. Yeah. Now, you Giants. Here we go. Coming in at three point dogs. Do you think the Giants win or like what money line pick of the week? Oh, there it is. I mean, here's the thing I am a Giants fan and a Giants stand and a Giants homer. Okay. Um, But I have had many. Listen, the Giants haven't won a playoff game since they won the Super Bowl. Last Giants playoff win is a Super Bowl win. Last Giants playoff appearance was after Boatgate. Um, Now we have first class gate with Odell. Not on the team anymore, but um, through the years, as much as a real as a giant stand and homer, I am. I will tell you. Can ask anybody who fucking knows me. I didn't think we were winning the eighteen in one game, and I I barely barely believed we were even. I was like, "There's no way we do it twice in the Super Bowls." I didn't think we were winning when we went to San Francisco in the NFC championship game in 2012. I didn't think we were winning. Like there's a lot of games that I didn't think we were winning. This is the most calm I've ever been playoff week of a giants game. And it's not because I think that we're going to win, but I think that, I mean, we played right there with them. They don't have a defense. Dable's a better coach. He's getting a second shot. It's, it feels very, the, the, the 18 and one Super Bowl. the thing about that, and obviously we're talking about different coach, different players, everything, but what was, what people forget about that is like, we played the Patriots real close in the final week of the season. And that's what gave, and every Giants player talks about, it. that's what gave them the thought that they could do it. You play them real close on Christmas Eve. You take a 61 yard miracle. You have a, and, and the only reason they got that kick is because of the fucking screen pass. I just think the giants wink Martindale and the giants learn a lesson from letting um, Justin Jefferson bail out Kirk cousins. They're healthier. Adore Jackson, hopefully going to play pass rush healthier. Uh, Saquon rested. I think the Giants win the game. I think this is a really important game for Kirk Cousins, like career-wise, trajectory. I know he's already in his 11th season. I just think you got to win this game, man. But, but let me ask you something. If Kirk Cousins wins this game. No, it doesn't change anything how I feel about him. And, and, then, they, and then they lose the next game. No, it doesn't change anything. So trajectory wise, like you're saying it would just, it, 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 it basically, it just if fits. He, it, it if fits he doesn't win this game, yes. it's over. Well, we all, yeah, then, that's it, what then it's saying. like, then it's like, this is everybody that's a hater has been proven right. Well, that's all I'm saying. I, I think like 
you're now in the position from my viewpoint of, dude, you got to, you have to win this game. You're at home. Your team won 13 games. You like have to win this game. Now, if he wins this and then they lose the next game, is my opinion changed? No, I'm going to stay where I'm at. But if they lose, if they lose this game, suddenly you're, you're me. I mean, I'm already pretty close to that. Like, I just don't think he's that guy. To me, he's he's Andy Dalton, but better. He's a shinier version of Andy Dalton. When he gets nice weapons, he can put up some great numbers. I'm leaning towards the Giants. I think the Giants will probably win this game. And you hate I, saying that. Well, I've been, yeah, and I've been I've been leaning towards them. I just think if this game gets into now, let me ask you something. A ball Andy. control and and you know, defense matters, man, in the playoffs. Let me ask you something for the fucking lunatic Vikings fans out there. The Vikings are 13 and four. The Giants are barely a playoff team. They're nine, seven and one. Since since I am a Giants homer, unreasonable, you're a fucking clown for believing in Daniel Jones, and you're a fucking loser, and you're fucking weird. You you hate Kirk Cousins. You fuck. He lives in your fucking head. What's your excuse? You're not any of those things. Tug comes on the show on Monday, trashes the Vikings. You're here trashing the Vikings. They're thirteen and four. I'm not trashing. I just don't think that they're going to do anything. You just think their defense is bad and their quarterback is suspect. Yeah, their defense is, is, is a liability. Their quarterback is a liability. Come playoffs. Me too. And also, now, now, personally, there were a lot of Vikings people on Twitter when I was having fun on the Colts game. Now, yeah, do I have those people in the back of my head? For sure, who were coming so hot over me again having fun with tweets. You don't have to ride or die with your guy. I don't know why people meanwhile, feel that way. Meanwhile, the Giants just played the Colts a couple weeks ago. They're not they don't have the kind of defense that would even be down 30 points or whatever the fuck it was to the Colts because the Colts fucking stink and the Giants have a good defense. Yeah. So the Sunday night game. I predict Kirk Cousins three pick performance standing in the locker room after trying to get his wide receivers to dress him up like a fucking troll doll. And they're like, bro, not the time, dude. We made fun of you on the airplane a couple. We just lost. Now's not the time for fucking like, hey, make me look like a fucking clown again. What's the matter, guys? You don't like that? I thought we were all friends. They're like, we were friends when you were good. I think it'll be a great game, though. I do, too. I I'm do, ex- too. I'm I think, expecting and I think, a good and honestly, I think it's a coin flip, but I like, but I have confidence because of all the things of, for the same reasons you do. It's the playoffs. Defense matters. Here's your prize pick play. Running the ball matters. Saquon Barkley, 99 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. More than. More than. That's your play right there. Yeah, because he's going to get the ball. The Giants are going to be out with four minutes to go. 
Saquon's going to put it on ice. Right. The, the Giants are vaccinated against mediocre quarterbacks. Unbelievable. Okay. We're Go back pray to- about it. Go pray about it in your super church on Sunday, Vikings fans. We're back to Ravens Bengals. It's a Sunday night game. Old Chris Collinsworth, not going to have to go too far. Just going to hop in his vehicle. His little house on the hill. Drive to downtown. Nine and a half points. So it's, it's. I mean, I think this is a trap. I don't know. I just keep thinking this is a trap game, man. I thought the last one was a trap game, and now I think the Bengals blow them out. I think the last one was Ravens D is legit. Yeah. I do love what Burrow said this week about his window. I do love that. What did he say about his window? Porter asked him like, you know, basically like, dude, this is the window. All these guys, as we talked about. And his response was my window is as long as I'm playing to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't like cocky. It was just like, dude, I'm this confident. Like my window is me playing. That's my window. As long as I'm in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Cool story. Take a team friendly deal, and then you're, and then you're, and then your windows as long as you're in the in the league. Dude, Mahomes, he didn't take a team friendly deal. I know. You got the you got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. I don't. Me either. I don't think the Bengals cover the spread. I think they win. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Now, who knows? Me, like me going to this game has a lot of repercussions. We, we've all discussed the curse. Agreed. Like there's a lot of factors in here. They got waxed the last playoff game I was there. Just saying. In fact, a whole new world. I don't know the last time I saw them winning in person. A new head coach you'll apologize to. What are you talking Zach, about? Zach Taylor is going to make you apologize to him at a youth basketball game. Because I think he comes out and I think they, I think everybody's like, oh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. I've saw, I've, 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 I know you've softened. I know I've softened on Taylor. I know. I've softened on him. And and again, like I said, I think how he handled, like, dude, you win a lot of points for me, how the whole DeMar Hamlin thing was handled by Zach Taylor. I, you win a lot of points. And also that you said, hey, I'm just going to run Joe Burrow's offense from college. Like, you changed. I, I'm not going to knock you for that. You, you changed, and it's, and it's showing. Now, do I want a second round with his fifth-grade son? Yeah. And we will see them later this year in league play. And I hope he doesn't destroy our team again because this kid can play. Anyway, I think the Bengals win. I think it's closer than expected. I hope it's not. Just for the vibe sake of that stadium. So I'll be there. Like I said, me and Jay Lloyd. We'll be there together. So, fingers crossed, nothing happens crazy. 
because that was wild the last time we were there. All right, your final game, Bucks, Cowboys. It's in Tampa. Cowboys are still two and a half point favorites. This is a toss-up game. Brady's never lost, as we know, to the Cowboys. He's seven and zero. I think he loses this game. Me too. I think this game could be close because of Dak. I saw a stat about Dak. I think Dak has the highest interception percentage in the league. Um, I don't because of Dak and Dak's picks. Uh, I don't have the Cowboys going far. Um, but I think they win this game. It being in Tampa is a game changer. And Tom Brady, like, like if we wake up Monday, if we wake up Tuesday morning, they're like, he's done it again. No one's gonna be fucking surprised. But and, and listen, make no mistake for people who are I know Maddie Gold was like, you fucking hate Brady. I will be I I'll be wearing a Brady jersey on Monday. Fucking I will be rooting. I'll be screaming at the TV for the Cowboys to lose. But yeah, I'm rooting for Brady, of course, in the Bucks. It's been a tough year for Tom. Come on. Yeah. Listen, I hate Brady. I root for I'm rooting for Giselle in the divorce proceedings. You know what I mean? But like I'm rooting for Brady versus the Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. But I think the Cowboys win this game. And then I think the Cowboys lose to whoever they play next. But if the Cowboys win, they would play the Eagles. Correct. Unless the Giants win. Correct. Unless the Seahawks win. Correct. I I jumped way too ahead of myself. But I don't think the Seahawks win. But I do think the Giants win. I think you'll get a Cowboys Niners game. And then it's goodbye. There's gonna be a crazy upset this week. I just feel it in the end. And, that, and that's not our game because that wouldn't be crazy. I think there's gonna be a crazy upset. Somebody's gonna get upset. Somebody's gonna get upset. Out of all these games, somebody's going to get upset. They're not going to expect like a seven-point or bigger spread. It's going to happen. All right, Joe. We got through it. I've had a- I'm seeing me in Vegas next week. Comedy Cellar Las Vegas at the Rio. Two shows every night, Monday through Sunday. Pretty, pretty fantastic lineups. You get long sets from everybody. So if you're in Vegas, hit me up. If you want to go get some sandwiches at uh, Subway, hit me up. Uh, if you want to play some golf, hit me up. I haven't decided if I'm bringing my clubs or not yet. So if you're thinking maybe you want to play some golf with me, it looks like it's going to be pretty cold there. But if you think you might want to play some golf, maybe Monday to Thursday or Monday to Wednesday, hit me up. Let's do it. Um, maybe I'll bring my clubs. Wilmington, North Carolina, Dead Crow Comedy Room. Such a great room. Honestly, one of my favorite rooms in all of comedy. Wilmington, North Carolina, headlining two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. That's the 27th and 28th. If you are out there and you're a dirtball right now, please buy your tickets, slide in my DMs, come out. Uh, I'm doing an hour. It's going to be a great weekend. 
And then the weekend after that, Sketchfest in San Francisco, a couple shows, uh, hosting a fun variety show, um, and then doing a set on another show. If you're in the Bay Area, come to that. Um, all of my dates on my Instagram at Joe Prano. Um, there's a highlight called dates. Check that out. Um, website has been fixed. JoePrano.com forward slash shows at Joe Prano on all social media, except for Twitter, where I'm at fix your life. All right. I got a calzone waiting for me, which I can't wait to crush. He's got his personalized New York giants mug. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks for listening. This will be full of Miller lights. That's right. Send us some Instagram stories, drinking Miller lights. Yeah. Send us some Instagram stories, celebrating Kirk cousins being a fraud with your Miller light celebrating Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins, fraudism with my, with a crisp, cold Miller light. Perfect. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. And as always stay dirty.